0: What's up world? I'm Cameron McKinney and this is Pop Culture Spotlight, a podcast about the movies Honey Boy and Loose. But first, let's talk about the movie Honey Boy starring Shia LaBeouf, Noah Jupe, and Lucas Hedges based on the childhood of movie star Shia LaBeouf. Here's a quick synopsis of Honey Boy. Otis Lord is a movie star who after being arrested is diagnosed with PTSD While in rehab and has to confront his past traumatic childhood with his father. For me, this is the type of movie that I watch that makes me realize why I love movies. That they can be about something important. Shia LaBeouf is a polarizing figure in today's society. He is one of the first actors I truly grew up loving. I love every single thing Shia LaBeouf has ever been a part of despite his past aggressions. I've always been a fan. But now we get context to Shia LaBeouf's past and see where he came from. And for him to write a movie and play his own father in that movie, I think is commendable beyond belief. In the movie, Shia plays James Lord, who's based on his own father, the son of Otis Lord, based on Shia LaBeouf. And James Lord has to raise a 12 year old who is way more successful than he is and it's eating away at his own ego. He is living in the shadow of a 12 year old. That is not something most adults have to go through. Would be one thing if he just had a dark past, which he has with drug and alcohol abuse. He also has a super successful 12 year old that is his boss and who pays him. And Shia as an actor has just become so good at playing these characters who are out of control, but yet they think they are in control. Like James thinks he has the answers to all of his problems, but he knows deep down he doesn't have any answers. I mean, there are two other great performances in these movies by Noah Jupe as young Otis Lord and Lucas Hedges as the older version of Otis. I feel like Noah gives one of the best performances a child actor has ever given on screen. It's believable. Like, he's a child actor who has to be in the silly sitcom that's supposed to be like what Shia LaBeouf was on with Even Stevens. He is having to deal with real-life issues that he's also doing. Like, there's a scene where he is on his sitcom show doing a scene with his father, and he is thinking about his own situation with his father to become a good, Actor. It's this idea that his characters, Otis's fictional life, is better than his real life, and I think that's something that Shia LaBeouf has had to deal with in real time. Think about being in a movie. Where your father is great, but in real life, your father is terrible to you at times. And then you have Lucas Hedges, who I think is doing a perfect impression of Shia LaBeouf. And I mean that with all sincere. I'm not making fun of him. I think it's a really great impression of what we've grown, what, what I've grown up with Shia LaBeouf since he became a movie star with Transformers. I think he sounds like Shia LaBeouf. I think he talks like Shia LaBeouf. I think Lucas Hedges is great with playing these characters going through something painful. I also think comedian Byron Bowers is perfect in a supporting role as Percy. He is somebody who Otis meets at rehab. He is telling him there's a scene where Percy tells Otis, "Why do you care about time so much? You're got to fix your issues. You got to stop worrying about time." Because Otis' character, he's a movie star. He think he's self important. He's like, "I need to go back to the real world." And Percy's like, "Stop worrying so much about time, Harrell made the perfect first movie. It's visually gorgeous, it's fast-paced, and it gets straight to the point of what the movie is about. You never lose focus on what this movie is about. It is about a father-son dynamic that's just not normal. There is a phone scene in particular that's heartbreaking where Otis hears and has to relay relay what his parents are saying to each other. And his parents don't care that he's hearing these things. These are not things a 12-year-old should hear his parents say about one another. There's also a scene where James asks Otis, how do you think it feels to have my son paying me? And Otis responds with, you wouldn't be here if I didn't pay you. Which is not a healthy dynamic between father and son. Like this isn't an ordinary situation. We always think it would be amazing if we were the singer, if we were the childhood actor. These are not normal positions to be in. Also with the fact that this is somebody who has a dark past, who wanted to be famous in his own right. Like, Otis's father in the movie is clearly somebody He was a professional clown. He thought he had it. The world said back to him, No, you don't. You're not special. And then he's given a 12-year-old son who is a television star that people revere. Like, he's more successful in life by James' standards than he's ever been. The heartbreaking thing is that James's standards is not about whether or not Otis is a good person. It's about the fact that Otis... Otis is famous. James equates fame and money with being a great person. And that's what Otis is in his mind because he's successful and because he is now wealthy. But the fact of the matter is, Otis is dealing with some real life drama. Because thanks to his father James, his real life isn't as good as his fictional life. So both of these characters, like the father and son, both want extremely different things. Otis wants a normal father-son relationship, and James wants to be famous. They both don't have what each other wants. In fact, there's a scene where Lucas Hedges playing older Otis tells his therapist that the one thing my father gave me is pain. He believes the pain is what made him a successful actor. This is him vindicating the actions of his father. This is him rationalizing his childhood because he needed to get something out of it. He's like, I didn't get a normal childhood. I didn't get a normal father-son relationship, but I did became a big movie star and it must have been because of this relationship. He thinks if you take that pain away, you take the one thing that makes him special that makes him a great actor. I mean, we hear all the time that art comes from pain, but this is a guy who was raised by his father to believe that like he only believes that because of the childhood he was in. And listen, I don't know if Shia LaBeouf would have become one of the biggest movie stars in the world if he didn't deal with that pain, but it's just so sad to think that he thought that was the reason that made him special, that made him one of my favorite actors because I don't think it is. I think the real issue is that both of these characters and both of Shia and his father thought the solutions were two very different things. Shia thought the solution was, be more like a dad to me. And his dad thought the solution was, okay, I'm going to make you into one of the best actors in the world, so you're rich and famous and we don't have to deal with these issues. And it's been proven that that didn't really work, because Shia LaBeouf still had to go through these this pain, this pain wasn't solved by Shia LaBeouf becoming a mega blockbuster star. And it's one of the main reasons Shia LaBeouf himself was diagnosed with PTSD. And for him to make that true story into a movie, I think is important. Not for the reason that I think it vindicates my love for Shia LaBeouf, but I think it shows a real danger in this idea that money, wealth, and fame will fix your problems, even if you went through something dramatic. That drama, Drama isn't going to go away because you were the biggest movie star in the planet. Shia LaBeouf still had to deal with those issues. It would have been way more valuable for him to have a great relationship with his father than to become a famous movie star. I one hundred percent truly believe that. I might have been robbed of some really good Shia LaBeouf movies, but he would have been a healthier human being, and that's what I think this movie is about. I also think this movie is the most honest film about what it's like to. Be be a childhood star. The fact that Otis and his father live in a cringy hotel and being the provider at such a young age and how you can have empathy for the father because of his past and him not being able to get over it while having a son succeed and everyone else in the father's life thinks he's a complete and utter failure. And Otis is a 12 year old and he can't understand that. He can't understand how everyone else thinks his father's a failure and how he doesn't. It doesn't matter to the father that the son looks up to him. It only matters what every other adult thinks about him. So often we see childhood actors and childhood stars go off the rails and we're just like, okay, guess that's over for them. And we just think it's a normalization of it. It's not a normal situation that a kid becomes that much more successful than their parents who are thought to be deadbeats. That is not a normal human dynamic. It is not a healthy dynamic at all probably not going to be something that changes that dynamic. It's just something that I think we all need to understand more as a society. Understand where Shia LaBeouf came from. He is one of the best actors of our time and this just gives his childhood and his dark past some contacts that I think was much needed. I highly recommend you check out Honey Boy. It's one of the best movies I've seen. Now let's switch gears and talk about the movie Loose starring Kelvin Harrison Junior, here's a quick synopsis. Lusa Edgar was adopted from a worn, torn country, is a great student, a fantastic athlete and liked by all but he is obsessed about the high standards his teacher Harriet has for him and other black students. First off Luce is a brilliant movie and one of the reasons is is its main reason is because of its star Kelvin Harrison Jr. is brilliant as Luce. He's a complicated character he has a dark past as a child he's really smart and he feels a certain way about his life and how others view him. I think looking at race in America can be a complicated situation because it always becomes a black and white issue and I think in a movie like this it's way better to look at it through the lens of a character like this who through most of the movie you think of and you think of he's a smart young man who just doesn't want to be put into a stereotype Naomi Watts and Octavia Spencer are also brilliant as the movie as Luce's mom and teacher they have an interesting battle about dealing with loose because they are both holding him to high standards that he can't live up to all the time the scene in the movie where loose tells his mom that he can only be viewed as a monster or a saint that there's no in between because he's a young black man in america i think that's a powerful sentiment something that a lot of people feel in America right now. Like, Think about that. He can only be viewed as a saint or a monster. There's no in-between for him. He can't be viewed as a normal human being with normal flaws. He either has to live up to the standard of being a huge success or a huge failure. There's no in-between for him where it feels like other people in America are given that middle ground. He is not given that middle ground or at least he doesn't feel like he's given that middle ground. Never in a movie has that been articulated any better and that gets credit to director Julius Ona. He wrote and directed the perfect kind of thriller. One that has social commentary and on loose it's about race and race expectations. Like again that expectation that you're either going to be a monster or a saint. No in between. That's horrifying that some people have that viewpoint but I think that's a very honest viewpoint that some people. I'm not going to say most people, but some people have that viewpoint of saint or monster, particularly in this movie. I think Luce is clearly somebody who isn't in between, but for most part of the movie, he's trying to be a saint. He's trying to live up to his mother and his teacher's expectations until he sees another friend of his, another young black man be treated differently than he is and not given a second chance. He sees that his future is ruined and that upsets him because he could see, he could probably see that they could do the exact same thing to him because they are holding them to unreachable standards. The relationship between Harriet and Luce becomes very tense as the movie goes and they both mess with each other because they have different viewpoints of the situations they are in. Harriet tells Luce that America is trying to stereotype you and Luce counters back with, you are trying to... make me live up to this ideal version that you want me to be. That your expectations of me are unrealistic. Is basically telling her, I can't be perfect. No one can. And that's a very human thing to think. No one is perfect. But yet her standards for him are very high because she knows what America is like. Both of these viewpoints are probably right. That's why the situation is complicated for both of them. That's why this movie is one that's worth making because this is about a complicated issue that no one really has the answers to. Stereotypes in America are real. How do you deal with those stereotypes? Because you can f- fight so hard to not live up to a stereotype that the expectations for you become almost unreal. And for Loose, they became almost unreal. And as I think as this movie goes along, Loose starts to realize that if I'm going to live up to these expectations, it's almost like the people don't even care about him as an individual. They don't care about his thoughts. They just want him to live a certain lifestyle. Like, does Harriet really care about Luce the person? I even asked myself after watching this movie, she cares about Luce for what he represents, but does she care about Luce the human being? If the answer is no, then that's just as bad as the stereotype itself. It should be about caring about Luce the human being. Again, this movie had more Questions than answers, but I found it fascinating to think about from that viewpoint. And Luce comes from a war-torn country. It's said in the movie that he held weapons at a very young age. Then he comes to America, adopted by two white people, and he perfectly integrates himself into the culture. Only to think that he's become too part of it because he's held to these ridiculously high standards set by both his mother and his teacher. By the end of the movie, all three people, Harriet, Luce's mom, and Luce, are questioning who Luce really is. Is he the track star up for college, really smart guy we've known? Or is there a dark side to him? And the answer is probably somewhere in between. But they most likely will never accept that answer. Like, Harriet definitely wants him to be a, some kind of way, and his mom definitely expects him to be the loose she's known for all these years. I think it's also fascinating about this movie is how fast Luce's parents start to have doubts about him and how Tim Roth, who plays the father, even questions why they adopted him in the first place. He says numerous times in the movie, I wanted a normal life, and Naomi Watts cannot accept that because she has accepted Luce as her son permanently. Is Tim Roth a bad person? I don't know the answer to that, but that's what great thrillers do. They make you question all of the characters' motives and all of the social commentary is there for a reason. It's valuable. This movie is so good. It was surprisingly good. I did not expect Loose to be one of the best movies I've ever seen. It's so good. It's a perfect thriller never know where it's going. You don't know who you should be rooting for. You really don't know the character's motives, but you understand the issues within the movie. And at the end of the movie, you think about it. And I will be thinking about this movie for years and years to come think you could it's fair to say that this movie is an extreme example of this type of issue but I think when you look at it it makes you think of the smaller issues and Kelvin Harrison Jr. is so good in this movie sometimes you think he's the hero of it sometimes you think he's the villain but most of the time he's somewhere in the in between and you don't really know what his character's motivations are and his main motivation is he just wants to be an individual and the sad fact is that he probably lives in a place where that might not be possible moving forward. It should be. It definitely should be. He definitely should be an individual, but you can see the argument from both sides. He doesn't want to be put on a pedestal, and he doesn't want the other kid to be thrown away. He wants them to be treated equally, fairly. Again, the most powerful thing about this movie is that he thinks Harriet wouldn't do the same thing to him because of who he represents, not of who he is. He doesn't think she cares about him and she doesn't care about the other student who got thrown off the track team. Loose thinks that Harriet cares about what he represents. If somebody else represented that, he wouldn't be of much use to her. It's like thinking people don't care about you as a human being. And as you see later on in the movie when they have a Parent-teacher conference with the principal about something. Loose might or might not have done. He knows how to play with those stereotypes as well to make himself look believable. He knows the game that he is playing. He's just sick and tired of playing the game of stereotypes and expectations. Those are things that are very prevalent in America. It's not all about racism. It's about expectations and stereotypes. He doesn't want to live in either box. He doesn't want to live in deadbeat land, and he doesn't. want to live in a world where he is thought of as a perfect human being and are held to those ridiculously high standards. That's why Luce is a powerful movie and a powerful thriller that I 100% recommend. Again, Kelvin Harrison Jr. gives one of the best performances of the year. It should have been Oscar nominated. It was that good. Naomi Watts was great as the mom. Octavia Spencer brought it as Harriet. This was a really, really good movie. There's a scene at the end where Luce is just Running track and yelling. I think he's angry. He's angry about his existence right now because he does live in that world where he has to live up to people's expectations, or him, or again, his parents will question him in a in an instant. Because of his past, because of their expectations for him, he doesn't get the benefit of the doubt. I think that ending moment represented anger towards his situation. Because deep down, I think Luce knows that both he and Harriet are right in a way. America does put them in the stereotypes, and Harriet is making him live up to unrealistic expectations. I definitely recommend Luce. Thanks for listening to this edition of Pop Culture Spotlight. I'm Cameron McKinney. There'll be a new episode of the podcast every Thursday on Apple Podcasts and iTunes. This week, I put the spotlight on the movies Honey Boy and Loose. Next week, I'm putting the spotlight on the movies The Lighthouse, starring Robert Pattinson and Willem Dafoe, and The Peanut Butter Falcon, starring Shia LaBeouf, Zach Godzagan, and Dakota Johnson. So tune into that, and please rate, review, and subscribe.